welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. All right, you guys asked for it. And so today we are talking about how much of running my seven-figure business is spiritual energetic work and how much of running and scaling to seven figures was strategic practical work. And this is not a very easy question to answer because I really, I think it's both, of course, right? It's both, of course. And it would be impossible to put it into percentages because most of my time working is spent doing the practical work, of course. But every second of my day is spent not necessarily doing energetic work, but being a match for what I desire and opening up and being in receiving mode and being willing to be a different version of myself, the version of myself that's a match for what I desire. So it's hard to say how much time is spent in both areas. Um, I mean, I've, I can figure that out for you guys with the practical side of it, but it, it would be impossible to tell you how much time is spent with the energetic side of it because I'm at a point where, I mean, maybe at the most you need like an hour a day for energetic work, but also at the same time, it's an all day thing. It's not mindset work. It's not journaling. It's And journaling and mindset work doesn't even really matter. It's just, are you available to shift? Are you available to change how you be? Like, you know, we'll talk about all of this. So I I can't tell you percentages, but what I can tell you is what I believe to be the biggest energetic principles that move my business forward that are required, especially at a seven-figure level, and what practical strategic moves are required to get your business to seven figures and keep it at seven figures. That's what we're going to talk about. So let's start with the energetic principles that are really required for a seven-figure business. So, you know, the first thing is being willing to shift your beliefs. I have conversations every single day with women who are finding themselves kind of stuck in a certain paradigm of belief, meaning like, feeling very stuck in like, this is just how it is. It's hard for me to do this. It's hard for me to sell at that price because it's, and the thing is, is if you know why, here's my thought. Let's say that you're really struggling to have big launches and you say, I'm struggling to have big launches because da, 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 da. I mean, I hear it all the time. I'm struggling to have big launches because my audience doesn't seem to want to invest. Okay. The issue with the because is that you've already decided why 
And so you're saying this is the reason. And a lot of the time, the reason is this external factor that we can't change. And so it kind of, it, it actually becomes a little odd that we feel that we know exactly why it's not working and we keep doing it. We keep trying. I guess that tells me that you really don't believe that's why. And you do have a part of you that believes that there is another way or that it could work. But you've got to get rid of that because, and you've got to get rid of that reasoning because especially if it's an external factor. My, I would never say, you know, my launch didn't do good because everybody's kids are out of school for the summer. My launch didn't do good because of COVID. My launch didn't do good because of, I had family drama come up in my life that I had to deal with that was unexpected. Like I would not blame it on an external factor. My launch didn't do well because my audience, it doesn't want to invest. My audience, I've, I've sold too much to my same audience. Like, no, I'm not going to blame it on an external factor because I know I have the power to shift any of that. I have, and not even to shift it, but I have the power to have what I desire. I have the power to turn it on when I want to turn it on, to turn the money flow on, to turn my power on, to turn my spark on. And so do you. We all have that power. You just have to accept it. That's like a whole nother podcast episode. But, um, this stuff can get me fired up. <laughs> so um, from here, the thing is you need to be willing to shift any of that. Anything that you're stuck with that you're saying is the reason why, are you willing to shift? Are you willing to be wrong? Are you really, truly, absolutely, even if you have all the proof in the world that you're right, willing to be wrong so that you can have what you desire? Even if you haven't been receiving what you want, even if you've been trying, we want, and I've had to call myself out on this so many times, you guys, we want recognition. There's times in my life even now where I'm like, why won't my best friend admit that this is really hard for me? I was just talking to a client about how um, the day I got my new iPhone, I broke it. My client was telling me how she broke her phone and she kind of like let it get the best of her financially, like making it a bigger problem when it really wasn't an issue. Would we like to never break our phones? Of course. My last phone I got, I broke it the day I got it. And I was telling my friend and I'm telling my husband and it's like, I just want people to feel bad for me. Nobody felt bad for me because they're like, just get a new phone. (laughs) You're fine. And I'm like, yeah, but be sad for me. Be mad for me. Be frustrated with me. Even though I had said when I got the new phone and canceled my insurance on my phones, that if my phone ever broke, so be it. I don't need insurance. I'd just buy a new phone, right? But we want this recognition like, poor me, poor you. You've done all the work. You've tried so hard. I know that feeling because that is like one of my worst patterns that creeps up on me is like, I want people to get how hard it's been for me. I want people to see how much work I put in. I want people to see how how much I've had to work through to get where I am instead of seeing it as seeing it as something that comes so natural for me and is so easy for me, which is what most people perceive it as. But why is that an issue? It's not. It's not. So anyway, why did I get on that topic? I don't know. But you've got to be willing to shift. You've got to be willing to shift. You've got to be willing to be wrong. You've got to be willing to let go of the need of, for people to see it as hard for you or so difficult, so much work. And just allow it to be easy, which means every single thing that tells you that you can't have it or that it has to be hard because or that it's not working because you literally have to say, screw off. 
I don't believe you. I'm choosing this. Which brings me to my second spiritual. I mean, they're not, these aren't really spiritual to me, but that's the way that um, it was asked in the question. These are more energetic, I would call them, but whatever. Um, so the first one is being willing to shift. The second one is deciding. And I'm sure you've heard manifestation experts tell you to just decide. Just decide, just choose. You have the power to decide. And it's like, what does that mean? And I had to shift that frustration, shift that feeling of like, why is it so, it seems so mysterious, right? How do you decide though? Why are they keeping it such a secret? They're literally not. Deciding works like this. I am going to be a millionaire woman. Decided, done. I am going to be a millionaire woman. That is that. That is who I am. That is what I'm doing. That is what I desire. And I believe all my desires are meant for me. And I'm committed to it. And I'm on the journey of it. That doesn't mean that I, I think the thing that we think we're missing is because when I decided that I was going to have a seven figure business, it still took six years. Right. And people see it as happening just like that. And of course, when I like really, really decided and made decisions as such, like I decided and then I aligned, I took aligned action, um, it really sped up. But to make such a huge decision sometimes takes a little bit longer. It doesn't have to, but sometimes it does. So it's not, it's not this magical thing that as soon as you decide, millions just come into your life but it is a required piece and it's not magical because there's other required pieces, which we're talking about, but you've got to be willing to say, I am going to be a million dollar woman. And even if you make $0 next month, suddenly you say, cool, I am going to be a million dollar woman. And from here on out, you claim it. Hey, real quick, if you're loving this episode and you want to make my day, take a quick screenshot, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. I literally love seeing you guys pop up in my DMs, getting to say hi to you. Plus it helps other people find the show, which you guys know means the absolute world to me. And then I get to share you with my audience. So it's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Back to the show. You claim it. When you break your phone the day you get it, you have to spend $1,200 on a new phone and you want people to feel bad for you, you you snap yourself out of it. You're willing to shift and you say, ew, there's that icky pattern of wanting things to be hard and wanting people to see it as hard for me and feel bad for me. But I am a million dollar woman. I am going to be a million dollar woman. This is so insignificant. Moving on, moving on. So deciding is actually very, very simple. It's just deciding. Like when people say just decide, they literally mean just decide. But the issue is that we we say, I just want, I wish, I want more clients. I wish more clients were signing on. Urgh, frustration. I hear it all the time. Oh, I just want more clients. No. I am filling my coaching. I am going to have a wait list. There will be people who miss out on this opportunity because it fills and it fills. And then there's even more people who want to do it. And that's the decision. And then you go do the damn thing until it fills and you take aligned action as if it is filling. 
as if it was already going to fill. Then how would you sell it? Then what would you be saying? Then what would you be doing? Then what would you be filling? So you decide and take aligned action. Those two things go very hand in hand. The third energetic thing that has been crucial is being unwavering. So shout out to my unwavering women who have done my program unwavering. If you haven't, keep your eye out for it because it is like game changing with who you are and changing who you are to be who you really want to be. Um, There is so much that goes into unwavering the program that we're not going to cover today because it's hours and hours and hours of content and work. But the biggest piece, which goes with the deciding, right? It's like deciding, but is it decided if you don't hold the desire and the decision like forever and ever, amen? No, (laughs) you have to decide and then you've got to be unwavering with it. So it's like, again, like I said, even if you have a $0 a month the next month, it's like, cool, I'm still going to be a million dollar woman. Even if you stay still stagnant at your income for the next six months, it's like, I am going to be the million dollar woman. And eventually it clicks where you're like, this is the month. And that's that. And even if it's not, I don't care. And even if it doesn't happen, I'm not afraid to go all in. And I'm not afraid to claim it. And I'm not afraid to tell everybody in my life. I'm not afraid to admit it to the internet. This is it. This is my month. I'm doing it. I'm like, I know this is the month where the numbers that show up. And even if it's not the month where the numbers show up, I know this is the month where things change and the final lessons come through. And I, and there was a point for me before I went to seven figures where the statement came through of I'm capable. Like I remember this moment and I'm starting to have this moment again with my next, my next goal that I've been lingering on for so long, which I think is okay. I think there's always going to be a period of time or there, there, it's okay if there's a period of time where you're like just lingering in the energy of the next level, like feeling it because you do have to become another version of yourself. So I've just been in this energy of the next level, seeing what's going to have to change in my life and in myself. And I, the same thing happened with 100K months. It's like it started to come to my awareness. I knew I wanted it. I didn't quite feel ready, but I knew I could be ready. And then one day I just had an epiphany of I am capable now. And it's time to accept that I am fully capable of a 100K month now. And I want you to say that, like, what is your big dreamy income goal? And say it, if it's 20K months, I am capable of consistent 20K months now. I am capable of 50K months now. I am capable of seven figures now. I'm capable of 80K months, 100K months, whatever you desire. And then you do the work. So if there's a part of you that's like, okay, I said it, but also like, I don't really know that's true because I don't feel like my offers are right. I don't know if my pricing is right. I don't know if my audience is right. My people don't seem to be buying go back to number one, shift those beliefs and decide and then be unwavering about it. Unwavering means holding the goal no matter what, holding the goal no matter what the results look like, holding the goal even when it's the last few days of the month, holding the goal even when you have stuff come up in your life, holding the goal when you don't have a lot of energy to work, like holding the goal no matter what. Not wavering. When my clients are not seeing the results they want, I always ask, how long do you go without wavering? Especially when they're like, but I'm doing all the things. But the funny thing is, is that they'll ask me every day, why do you not think it's working? Do you think it's not working because of this? Do you think it's not working because of that? And it's like, I, I, it's so tough too, because it's like, I see you. I see you doing all of the work. I acknowledge you doing all of the work. I see you hiring your mentors. I see you doing the energetic work. I see you doing the strategic work. I see you doing your thing. 
I see that, but I also see you questioning what's wrong every single day. And if you can't go one day without wavering, well, then how do you think you're ever gonna hit the goal? If you can't go a single day without questioning it. So most people can go a few hours. They don't even go one day. So then it's like, let's go one day. Let's go a few days. Let's go a week. Let's practice being unwavering longer than we've been in the past. Number four, money, playing with money, playing with the energy of receiving, using my money hacks. All of this is in my program overflow. So if you've done overflow, hey, you've got all my best tools in your pocket. If you've also done my um, make money like magic intensive, both of those programs are kind of similar. It's just different levels of support. So you ladies have all these tools, but there's a lot of things I've picked up along the way. Again, I can't cover all of them, but you know, little things like um, just believing that there is more money. Money is on its way to me. There is, there's one more person. I always, I always focus on one more. Believe it or not, the more money I've made, the less money I focus on. So I'm always just, I calm my nervous system. I remind myself I'm safe. And then I remind myself how there has got to be one more person. So right now I'm selling a workshop. It's $222. To be honest, I mean this with all the love in the world, making one more sale in that workshop will not make a difference to my month or my week or my life. It's kind of even unnoticeable, that amount of money, which is a blessing. But I'm not thinking about how I want 30 more people. I'm thinking one more. And then when I get one more, if there was one more, then there's got to be one more. And then if that one more comes in, then there's got it. There's always one more. And then before you know it, and this always happens now, as I look at the list and I'm like, how did we get 20 people? How are we already at 20? Like, I've been focusing on one and now I have 20 and it feels like magic. It feels so full of ease. Um, I still can't think about making 100K in a month and it feel easy. Like, I, I still see $100,000 in a month is absolutely absurd kind of money. But I make that very consistently. Um, I'm about to cross a year of having 80 to 100K months cash every month, which is crazy. And I still am able to look at that and be like, that is ridiculous kind of money. Like I'm, I'm here for it, I'm a match for it, but like I know that that's a lot of money and I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that, right? I think, that's, I think that just kind of keeps you grateful sometimes, right? It's not a limiting thing for me, it's just like a, No, like I get it. I get that that's a lot of money. I'm mind blown about that kind of money. I'm here for that kind of money though, like that sort of thing. But I don't think, when I start the month, I'm like, let's make the first 20K. And let's make another, and let's make another, and let's make another. Because 20K is an amount of money I know that I've made in a day. I've made it in a couple hours. I've made it in a week. I've made it in a weekend, like a million times. I have full confidence in that amount of money. And then when I go for the 20K, I'm going for it sale by sale. And that's that. And then before you know it, I'm like, what? We're at 100K for the month, huh? How? When? Where? How? Yeah. So I've got lots of tools at my sleeve like that that I teach in both of my money programs. But um, you need to have, like, if you want to receive a lot of money, you need to be willing to play with it. You need to be willing to not take it so serious. You need to be willing to have fun with it. And you need to be willing to learn some of these, I call them money hacks. Um, You need to be willing to invest in learning those or discovering those yourself. 
And the other thing I found really important is availability. You know, I was more afraid at 20K months how I would handle all of the clients than I am now. Like, I just know that like, I'm only gonna receive the clients I'm available for. I can fully handle the clients I have. I, I, and we'll talk about this more in the practical part of it, but like I structure my program so I can handle them. But I spent so much time at 20K months being like, oh, I don't know if I really want another client. Like I do financially and I feel like I have amount of space and I've done it before, but what if it's a lot? And what if it's draining? I just didn't have that level of power where it's like, no, my standard is incredible clients who are easy to work with. And of course, like I still have, I still only take three, maybe sometimes four private clients. And next year, I believe that that will change to two, maybe three. But like, it's easier than ever. And I'm never afraid that I can't handle something. And I would, ne- I can't even fathom having someone come into my world that's an energy vampire. It just wouldn't happen. That's a decision. But a lot of people block their next level because they're afraid of not being able to handle it. They're afraid of the stress that comes with the money. They're afraid of the stress that comes with serving a lot more people. They're afraid of the stress that comes with a bigger audience. They're afraid of the stress that comes with um, more clients and potentially bad client, you know, you know what I mean? Energy vampires. <laughs> so you've got to make sure like I am fully open to this, available to it. I have the bandwidth for it and like I'm, I'm here for it. Even the bad things that do come with making a lot of money, like triggering people or um, big decisions like financially that are stressful and that you feel like you could fuck it up. <laughs> um or, or obviously, like, if you're working with way more people, of course there's an opportunity that there's more people who might not like you or whatever. Or as you're being seen by more people, there's more of a chance that you're going to be called out for something or misunderstood. And those are things where it's like, I'm here for it. I don't want it. I'm not calling it in. But I want my dreams so much that I'm willing to possibly have those couple of things come up. Because my dreams and creating the life I want for my family means a lot more to me than those fears that may or may not happen. And a lot of them have happened to me. And you know what? I survived it and they weren't that big of a deal and they were worth it. And overall, it's been a very easy, enjoyable, life-changing experience to go to this level, right? You guys, I am so excited to announce that we have a few spots open right now in the inner circle, which is my high level mastermind for women who are ready to create their quarter of a million dollar year and beyond. So if you are one of my six figure badass listeners and you are so ready for 20K months and beyond, then my mastermind, the inner circle is for you and is proven to help women get there. You will get access to my quarter of a million dollar coach training program, unlimited group boxer access with me. I'm in there every day, Monday through Friday, talking to the women, which means you're going to learn from other women's questions. You're always going to have some type of motivational audio clip in there from me to really keep you inspired and and motivated and focused and working on the right things, most importantly, and two group Zoom calls a month. We keep this container to 12 women max, so every question you put in Voxer is guaranteed to get answered. And if you show up for those Zoom calls, you are guaranteed time on that call to talk to me on video, face-to-face, and work through whatever it is you need. Planning your month, planning your launch, getting in the right mindset, shifting your mindset, um, strategizing how to make more sales, all the things that I know you guys want help with. 
Plus that training program I mentioned literally lays out step-by-step step how I went from six figures to multiple six figures, everything from the business model to the pricing to the lead generation and the audience growth and the, the content and the selling and the automation and everything that you are going to need. So if this is you, if you're making six figures and you are so ready for more, then you can go to thetaylorlee.com slash inner circle to apply. And after you apply, I will be in touch via email or on Instagram DM um, to chat with you about getting started and we can get you onto our next call and into our Voxer chat and into that training program and slaying your quarter of a million, maybe half a million dollar year. Okay. Practical. So what is that? One, two, three, four, five energetic pieces. And then what do I have? One, two, three, four, five practical pieces. I didn't plan that. So your business model is, is key. And I have, if you, if you're like me and you really struggled to like plan out your year or plan out your business, and it just seems like you can never stick to anything. I get it. And when I say knowing your business model, I don't mean planning your year. But if I want to make a million dollars in a year, and I do this with clients. So even when you come into the inner circle, which is for women who want to go to 20K consistent months, or when you come into effortlessly rich, which is women who are already doing 20K months and want 50 to 100K months or whatever, right? And I do this for myself every couple of months based on my financial goals. I do a check-in on my top um, three containers. So private coaching, masterminds and courses. And so mine will end up being like, I have private coaching, I have two masterminds and I have like three main courses, but I always just focus on one course. Even though I don't only sell one course in the plan, I only plan in one. That way the others can just be extras. Um, so I look at what is my pricing for each of these programs? How many people can I take into each of these programs? How much time is running each of those programs at that capacity going to add to my calendar? And then I look at the numbers. Okay, so this means that I could make, you know, 800,000, but I'm on the call, I'm on the phone 20 hours a week and I have to launch every single month. Okay, well, things have to change there. And I play, this kind of brings in the energetic principle of then you have to be willing to shift right? A lot of people look at their plan and they're like, oh my God, how am I ever going to do it? It's like, no, just play with the numbers, make a plan that works for you. So I play with my business model every three or so months. Um, and it's not a plan. I don't only sell the things in my business. That's what I call it. I don't only sell the things in my business model. I sell other courses. I sell workshops. I sell tons of stuff that I don't have in my business model. But if my three core main areas of business aren't set up to allow me to make seven figures easily, then what am I doing? Of course, strategically and practically, you're screwing yourself over. So that's important. The second thing that's really important that I know a lot of you are going to be like, yes, talk to me about this. This is my biggest issue is audience and reach. Now, a lot of people, it all is energetic. It's, this is practical, but it's all energetic. Everyone, and by everyone, I mean most people, when I ask them what's off in their business, they're like, I don't have the people. I don't know how to grow my audience. I can't grow my audience. Facebook has been really, Facebook ads have been really hard and I've wasted so much money on them and organic marketing just doesn't work for me. 
and I've been selling to the same 2000 people for like three years and I have no leads. That's not an audience problem. That is a mindset issue. If you can't stop saying that, even though it's the truth, this is being willing to shift, even though it's factual and I get it and I see you and I get it and I get it and I get it and I get it. You've got to be willing to just shift the story and decide I'm ready for a bigger audience. I know it's not required. I know it can happen easily. I know. And here's the other thing. A lot of the time we approach audience growth from a business growth standpoint instead of from a reaching more people because I desire to reach more people standpoint. And therefore it doesn't grow because a lot of the time we want audience growth so our business can grow, but we don't want more reach because we're afraid of the repercussions of more people seeing us, right? Whether it's, and oftentimes women that I speak to hold both fears at the same exact time. I'm afraid that if I reach more people, I won't be good enough, I'll be judged, I'll be called out, I'll let people down. And then there's also this, so like a not good enough wound. And then at the same exact time, and don't ask me how it's possible because I don't know, except that I've struggled with the same thing. The same exact time of feeling not good enough, we feel too much. But then also like I'm a real badass and I take up a lot of space and I have really cool stuff to share and I'm afraid I'm gonna trigger people and hurt people. And the more people I reach with my stuff, the more people I'm hurting. So if you've got any of this going on energetically, your audience isn't going to grow because you don't actually want it to grow. So you've got to shift all of that. But strategically, it's so easy. Commit to one way. You can grow your audience through PR, getting on some podcasts. That's so easy. Stop reaching out to podcasts like on the top 100. Reach out to podcasts from your friends, peers, women in the groups that you're in, women in the programs you're in, like podcast swaps, like I'm still here. Like if you have a podcast that reaches a thousand people, which, you know, is like on one hand, not a lot, but on another hand, it is a lot. I'll be on your podcast. If you have a few thousand followers, I'll be on your podcast. Like I don't need to only be on top podcasts. Like I just, if, if I can get on your podcast and help 500 people, that's amazing. Or even 300 people. And think about if you were able to share your work in a real life space with 300 people, can you even imagine that many people in a room? No, probably not, unless you do, do speaking. <laughs> and then you might have a very clear picture of what that looks like. But do you guys get what I mean? Like, you have to actually want it, and then it gets to be easy. You can run Facebook and Instagram ads, which um, we can link Alex's My Ad Managers program in the show notes for you guys. I have an affiliate link for that. It's 27 bucks. I don't know why it's $27. But my clients have been seeing huge shifts um, working with Alex and, and her just really freaking cheap program. <laughs> um, you can focus on PR. Like I said, you can focus on organic growth, which just means you're going to need to start creating more shareable content and tagging people and collaborating with people. Of course, I've done audience growth. Beginning of my business, I was doing collaborations every single month, if not multiple times a month. Um, summits, interview series, blog swaps, podcast interviews, um, live stream interviews. Uh, we used to do this thing back in the day called like Facebook group swaps. Now there's story takeovers. Like there's so many ways you can collaborate with women. 
and stop focusing on your audience growing by thousands overnight and just try to reach. This was my goal when I started my business and it's the reason why I've been able to scale one reason with my audience. Um, I focus on one new person a day. If I can grow my audience by one person a day, I knew I would get to seven figures eventually. So just do that. And then once I was at one person a day really easily, I started, I started challenging myself to five or 10 or whatever. The next thing is selling. Number three, sell your shit. <laughs> Pitch it. Stop being afraid to sell. Stop thinking selling's annoying. Stop thinking no one cares. Stop giving up on your launches early. Sell your stuff. And the biggest issue I see with selling is number one, we're not able to stay as excited about our programs that we are on day one on the last, as, does that make any sense? If you're finding that you're more excited about your program the day you launch it, the first day, than you are the last day, there's an issue. And I always tell people, of course you're gonna get a ton of people at the end of your launch. That's just strategically normal. That's what everybody has. And people are like, not me. Well, yeah, because by the end of your launch, you feel like garbage about yourself. You think your program sucks. You think nobody likes you. And you're basically having a full-blown panic attack about money. So, of course. But again, energetic. So maybe it is all energetic, isn't it? <laughs> um, so practice that. Practice staying the same level of excited your whole launch. Create your offers. Custom create your offers for your ideal client and then tell them that. Don't create your offers based on what's going to make you the most money. Don't create your offers based on what so-and-so is doing. Create the offer your person needs and tell them, I made you exactly what you need, right? Um, If your launch and your pitches and your selling is more about you than it is about them, there's an issue. And I don't mean if you're talking about yourself because I'm a storytelling like lover. I'm a lover of storytelling. But I just mean like if internally you're thinking more, I need the sale. I hear this from people all the time. But Taylor, I need money. I need cash flow. Granted, they've got money in the bank, a partner making money, a roof over their heads, like making more money than most people in the world, whatever. That's fine. I get it. That's valid. I know that fear. I feel that fear. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's not going to get you anywhere. So are you willing to shift? Are you willing to let it go? If you're thinking your whole launch, I need a sale, I need a sale. What if I don't sell? What if people see I'm not selling? What if people see I'm a failure? I need money. What if I make no more money? What if I make no more money? I need cash flow. What if I don't have any more money coming in? Ah, You're not gonna be selling. You need to share with them, I made this for you. This is exactly what you need. This program's the best. I'm so freaking excited. There needs to be that confidence there. Number four is nurturing. Just write some really great posts. (laughs) Nurture your audience. And um, number five is being supported. If you don't have outside eyes on your business, on your strategy, on your content, on your mindset, on your energy, like the thing you don't realize is that I and my top clients, we have energy workers that we work with. We have team members on our team making our graphics, helping us with the tech side of things. We have coaches, we have business coaches, we have life coaches, we have relationship coaches, we have health coaches. Like I'm not saying go spend all your money But what I am saying is if there is someone you're desiring to work with, say yes, because then you become a match for people who also say yes to what they desire and you deserve to say yes to what you desire. And it's really freaking hard to do it alone. And I could not be doing it if I didn't have the support I have, especially as a mom. But then again, I can't even say that because I would not have been doing this even before I was a mom without the help that I have in my corner. And you also need the support of friends and 
um, your partner, and again, it might feel like, yeah, but I don't know anybody else who runs a business and I have no friendship and this has been so lonely. It's like, be willing to shift. Be willing to shift. I used to tell myself, I'm never going to find friends. I never go out. I never do this. People my age don't get me. That was like a big one for me. Like nobody my age gets me. They're not going to understand the way that I live. They're like, I'm not going to resonate with them. I'm not even meeting any of them because I don't do anything that they do. No one's going to like me. No one's going to meet me. I'm never going to have friends, especially not my own age. And I'm always going to just be lonely (laughs) besides my relationship. Hi, husband. But like, you know, we we want more than just that in our life, right? And now I have friends and I have my best friend. Hi, Maria, if you're listening. Um, who's my age (laughs) and who gets it and I get her and she gets me and it's amazing. And I have other friends and I have, I've built really amazing, um, you know, online friendships with other women in business and even with some of my team members and even with some of my past clients. And I just, I feel like if I'm going through something, I always have someone to turn to and I have people to turn to that I pay to be there for me, team members, coaches, support. And then I also have people who are genuine friendships and relationships in my life that I have manifested in, you know, but you need support. You deserve support. And again, if you feel like you don't have support for a certain reason, you've got to be willing to just shift and open up to it and receive it. So there you guys go. That's exactly what in my business is the energetic and spiritual side versus what is the practical strategic side. Of course it is both because I choose to receive my abundance through a business, right? But as you can see, all of the strategic practical stuff stems from where my mindset is. And so through shifting my mindset and my energy, I've been led to the aligned strategies for seven figures. So hope you guys loved this. If you have any major takeaways, if you want to just you know, share that you love the episode, which I really hope you did share it on Instagram stories, tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. That literally makes my day. Um, and it's funny because I record these and they don't go out for a few weeks. And then it's like, is anyone listening? (laughs) So never feel too intimidated or weird or annoying about messaging me because it's just, I love it. I love to hear that you guys love the podcast and it keeps me really excited to share more with you guys and keep creating these. So I'll see you in the next podcast episode. I'll see you on Instagram and go implement some of this stuff. Go re-listen to this, take some notes, implement it into your life. It is a game changer. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.